if you don't have a niche, you don't know who you're talking to. And that is the number one reason why it's important to really hone in on what you do, how you do it, why you do it, and then who you serve by doing it. Because at the end of the day, all of your content must be directed to your ideal audience. And if you haven't identified your niche, then you don't know who your ideal audience is. You don't know who you solve a problem for and you don't know who you're meant to serve. Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on in to today's show. If I asked you what you are the go-to photographer for, would you know how to answer my question? Well, if not, then you need to listen up and turn the volume up to this episode. Today, I am interviewing my friend, Robin Graham. She is a brand marketing strategist and the host of the Second Phase podcast. And then she's also a branding photographer. And we have such an amazing conversation on how to niche, why having a specialty is truly going to set you apart. I know that this is a well-talked about topic, but today's episode, we bring in some new things you might not have heard before. It's amazing. She asks a lot of good questions for you to self-reflect on, and I think you're just going to overall enjoy the entire conversation that I had. So buckle up, get your pen and paper, because this is definitely a note-taking episode. And by the end of this, I hope that when I come to you and I ask you what you are the go-to photographer for, you will be two steps closer to your answer. Enjoy the episode. All right. Thank you, Robin, for coming on the show today. I'm really excited to dive in to all things niche, and I'd love for you to take a minute and introduce yourself. Thank you for having me, Brooke. I'm very happy to be here. So I am Robin Graham. I am a certified brand specialist. I am a podcast host, host of the Second Phase Podcast, a personal branding coach, as well as a headshot and branding photographer. I'm also mom to three, and I am married to a pretty great guy, and I live in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, which is just outside of Philadelphia. And I also have a place in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, so I, in the wintertime, go back and forth. That's exciting. Get to live in two places. <laughs> yes. It's a lot, but it's hugely a blessing because I don't like cold weather. 
I don't either. Um, so much so that today I think it's going to hit just under 80 degrees here in Oklahoma in the middle of December. And I don't have to worry about putting on a jacket. I, I just don't like cold weather. I, I'm not a very happy person in the cold. <laughs> no. Meanwhile, it's snowing where I am. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, some people love snow. Some people don't. My yeah. kids like to look at it. They don't, they're not really a fan of the cold either. So, Okay, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about what you do business-wise. What does that look like? How do you help people? I'd love to just kind of dive into that for just a minute. So from a photography perspective, I do solely headshots and personal branding photography. So I help people create visual content to make a good first impression or to really tell their story of their business visually. So that's what I do from a photography perspective. From a branding perspective, I work with clients one-on-one -on -one to help them identify their niche, to really identify what their second phase is going to be. That's the majority of my audience is people who have been in corporate or maybe they were in corporate, became a stay-at-home mom, and now they're transitioning back into a new career and they want to do something where they can live and work freely. And so I help them create those personal brands so that they can, number one, stand out in the sea of online noise, but also help them and really guide them on the processes that you need, the strategy behind starting a business and setting it up with a great foundation for success versus starting and doing things backwards or helter skelter. So there's, you know, basically creating a roadmap or a blueprint, if you will, that they can follow. And then I teach them everything from, you know, how to be the face of their brand all the way through email marketing, how to create blogs that are SEO ready so that people will find you when they're searching Google and all of that kind of stuff. So it's a lot of nitty gritty behind the scenes, but it's all stuff that you need for a foundation of a good business. That is amazing. I love all of that. And I'm really excited to get into some nitty gritty on the topic of a niche. I feel like I'm a broken record when it comes to this topic, and I also feel like it's one of those overly said topics that we tend to roll our eyes and brush it off and, you know, try to ignore it and go on with our business, but I know from a personal and business standpoint that when I decided to niche and to specialize in something, my business exploded more than it ever did before, and so I'm just excited to talk about this topic and also to dive into how people can actually declare a niche. So first of all, why is niching important and how does someone start the journey to discovering what they're going to specialize in? Okay, let's start with how they start the journey and then we can dive more into the details of why it's so important. But what I always say is I have what I call my niche equation or a brand equation. And it's basically looking at your values, visions, and passions. And I'm a total geek. Um, by degree, I have my doctorate in pharmacy. So I have both the left and right side of my brain working. And I love to look at the numbers and the details and all those kind of things. So I'm going to mention Venn diagram. If you don't know what a Venn diagram is, you can think of a triangle of circles. And in the middle of those three circles, there's going to be overlap. So what I tell my clients is, take a piece of paper and list out all of the things that are included in your list of values. What are your core values? What is important to you? What fuels you? You know, maybe it's faith. Maybe it's inspiring others. Maybe it's appreciation. There's so many different 
values that people can have. So take a look at what those values are for you. Write them down. Then make a list of your visions. How do you visualize yourself as a person? Who do you visualize yourself working with? How do you see yourself working with these people? You know, for me, it's, you know, I've always seen myself as somewhat of an educator. I've seen myself as a photographer and working with people and making them feel comfortable and relaxed. So these are all things that you can visualize about yourself. And then what are your passions? What fuels you? You know, that feeling when you're doing something and you just feel ignited, you've got butterflies in your stomach, or you just, you just feel great. You feel full of joy all of a sudden. That's how you identify what your passions are. So at some point in those three lists, there's going to be overlap. It may be one thing, it may be 10 things, but it depends on how many things you list out and it depends on you as an individual. So take a look at that and then see where they overlap. Where they overlap is going to give you a great deal of guidance in terms of where you should focus your energy and where you should focus your efforts and what you should be doing what's going to ultimately fuel you. So you can look at that as your niche and where you want to put your energy so that you can really focus to grow yourself, your business and connect with the right people. So as far as the importance go, why is this important? Why should you, why should you niche down? Why should you care? And when at the end, I want to kind of circle back too, because I know there are a lot of people who are, who are multi-passionate that are listening and they're probably thinking, well, I'm not going to niche down because I'm multi-passionate. You can still niche down if you're multi-passionate. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but let's first talk about the importance of niching down. If you don't have a niche, you don't know who you're talking to. And that is the number one reason why it's important to really hone in on what you do how you do it, why you do it, and then who you serve by doing it. Because at the end of the day, all of your content must be directed to your ideal audience. And if you haven't identified your niche, then you don't know who your ideal audience is. You don't know who you solve a problem for, and you don't know who you're meant to serve. So it's really important to identify your niche so you can really focus on the, that person. To me, my ideal audience is named Jules. I know her so well that I even know her by name. And that is really important because when I'm creating content, I'm thinking of her and I'm thinking, okay, this is the problem she's experiencing today. And I'm going to create content so that I can show her how she can be the hero in her own business. And that's why you need to niche down so that you can really have focus and be intentional with everything that you put out into the world to draw clients into you. Wow. So good. I'm all about tangible strategy. And so just listening to the whole Venn diagram activity, that's so amazing. And I was visually going through it, visually writing down things. And um, I can easily see why I niche down to what I did. Like everything overlaps perfectly in the way that I talk to them and the way that I serve them and all of that. So I love that. So photographers, please, please, please go do that activity and see what you come up with. Yeah. And I know that the majority of your audience is photographers and as a photographer, I have seen this time and time again. Photographers really struggle with niching down. I can tell you from experience that when I stopped doing all the things and trying to create content to reach all these different audiences, my business blossomed. And now when I'm creating content, people know who I'm talking to. They know that I am talking to people who want a headshot 
because they want to get noticed either within the company or organization they're in because they're a speaker or because you know they need something on their LinkedIn profile to find a job. In 2020 of all years, it's especially important for those things, right? So, you know, my just focusing on that that component of working with professionals or working with entrepreneurs, I'm creating that content for them and they know exactly who I'm talking to. And it's always important. I always say to my clients, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one because people are confused what you do. And I like to use this example for photographers because I know it's so hard. And I know so many of us are creative. So we're multi-passionate and we want to do everything and we want to serve everyone. But at the end of the day, like for me, when I was doing family portraits, I enjoyed it, but I was exhausted after like I had to do the weekends and it just for my family life as my children got older and you know, my husband traveled all the time. He was only home on the weekends. I didn't want to work on the weekends anymore, you know? And so it became more of a task, you know, versus something I enjoyed and I didn't, I didn't want to go. And I, then I didn't want to edit it either. So, you know, there were all these facets and, you know, I just knew what was aligning with me, with my life, with, where I wanted to go and how I wanted to be seen and that I wanted to be an expert in the area that I'm in. And I think it's really important for photographers to look at that. Like, what do you want to be seen as the expert in? And if, you know, if you're a family portrait photographer, sure, there's one probably on almost every corner of the town you live in, but you have a unique style. You have a unique way that you work with your clients. You have a unique way that you edit your images. Maybe you are a boutique photography studio where you only offer prints and you don't give digital files, you know, or maybe you're the photographer where you don't edit all of the images and you just give all the digital files. Like there are so many different ways to work with different people. So when you decide on who you are and what you want your business to be and what clients you really want, you're able to create that content so that the right people come to you and hire you. And you'll see that your business will escalate because once you do that and the content on your website is created so that the SEO, you know, when people go to Google to try to find the photographer they're looking for, they're going to find you because you're going to come up in that search because your keywords, your key phrases, all the things that they're searching for are there for them. Yes. Okay. I love that. That brings a lot of clarity and I promise you your business will grow. I've seen it. I've experienced it. My clients have seen it and experienced it. And so I don't want you to get trapped in the mindset of, well, I can't do that because I'm going to lose business. I'm going to lose clients. No, not necessarily. In fact, I still get inquiries all the time for things I don't specialize in. And I mean, and that's the thing. And everyone is going to be searching for a different aspect of your brand. So sometimes they're strictly picking you because they absolutely love your editing style. Sometimes people are going to pick you because they absolutely loved how so-and-so raved about your client experience that they knew they were going to miss out if they didn't hire you. And so there's different pieces of your brand and your business that will attract clients to you. Now, one thing that I do want to note, and I'd love your opinion on this, Robin, is for those photographers that are just getting started, they don't know what they like, they don't know what they don't like, what is an actual pretty good time frame for them to be able to dabble, but then, you know, get started in something they're passionate about? Is it from day one? Or would you give someone a year? Because I've heard a lot of different opinions on this. Okay, so here's what I, this, I love this question, because here's what I'm going to say. If you think of 
your business or your brand as an hourglass. So at the very top, it's wide, right? That's where you have all these things you like. And this is where that multi-passionate person comes in as well. So you have all those things at the top that you want to do, you want to experience, you want to work with all these people, you want to do all these things. But the reality is you're going to be overwhelmed, you're going to be stressed, and very quickly you are going to identify who you like to work with and who you don't. You know, if you're a person who loves children, you are not going to enjoy working with the 55-year-old man who needs a corporate headshot. I mean, that's just, that's just the reality. You know, if you're a newborn photographer, then you're definitely not going to want to work with that person. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's really funny, but you will very quickly identify what you like. So I, I don't know that I could say immediately or a year, because I think every individual is different. And I think we all experience different things and we all question ourselves in different ways. So what I like to use is that hourglass and, you know, you start up here and very quickly, you're going to narrow it down to what you think you like. That becomes the point where you niche down. Now, if you decide later that, well, okay, I want to do newborns only, or maybe you want to do weddings only, but then these people are having babies. And so then that translates to, oh, I want to work with them because I want to do their babies. And then all of a sudden they have a family. So then that ties into the family. Those three things go together. There's a natural sequence of events that follow, right? So that it makes sense. Now to be a newborn photographer and have newborn photography all over your website and then say you do headshots, it's like, wait a minute, I'm landing on your website and I'm so confused. These are such different genres. Like who do you really serve and what are you best at? And well, if you work with babies, mostly, I see mostly babies, I'm not sure I'm going to trust you to do my headshot. So it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other when you look at it that way. But then once you've decided on that niche, you can definitely open that back up. So you think of the bottom of the hourglass where it's open back up. And that's where, you know, if you've decided you're going to be a wedding photographer because you love working with brides and you, you love capturing those special moments and memories and creating albums and all those things, then all of a sudden you know, you, those same clients are going to come to you and you want to dabble in that and see if it's going to work, then by all means, go for it. So I think you have to look at it as where is the opportunity going to take you versus, oh, I'm going to niche down and I'm going to lose business because I'm not going to be working with all these different people. Yes. Okay. My favorite thing that you said was you brought up the word confusion. And when we don't know who we serve and we refuse to believe that niching truly is that next level, that's the next level of our business, because I truly do think that it is, then we leave people confused. And so we end up losing more clients. And if we would just declare that niche, see where the opportunity takes us and move on with that. And I loved your example of okay, I love to do weddings. And there are some wedding photographers that strictly their weddings, they want nothing else. They don't really care if the couple ever comes back to them for anything else. They just love the wedding day. And that's great. And that's an awesome niche. But I do personally know some wedding photographers who love to go on that journey. So the wedding to the first baby to the first year, you know, and all those little things. And I think that makes sense as long as you, again, put that in your branding and your client experience. You let that bride and groom know from the get-go that that's where you're headed, that you're not just their wedding photographer, but you're looking for this to be like a lifelong client, you know? And so at that point, you're not having to fish for new clients all the time. You've got the same clients. And I love that. So that was such a beautiful example. I think that'll resonate with some people too. 
If I can just add to that, Brooke, when you're thinking about that too, to avoid confusion on your website, tell the story. You know, showcase your work in a way that shows the journey of how you're working with people. And that's going to be key to eliminating confusion. And along with confusion, you have, you know, the opposite of that basically is clarity. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I will say, and I, I kind of referenced this before, when you have clarity about what you do and who you serve, then people are going to be completely clear on the fact that you're there to serve them. When you have clarity, you have more confidence in what you do. And when you have more confidence in what you do, you trust yourself more. And then the flip side of that is when you have more confidence in what you do, your clients are going to have more confidence in you. And that means they're going to trust you more. And at the end of the day, all of your content that you put out, be it on your website or social media, it should be consistent and cohesive so that it shows that you're clear and that they can have confidence in you and trust you because Now, at this point, every message that you've put out is recognizable and memorable. And once they trust you and use you, then they're going to share you. So even if you niche down, you still have those opportunities as long as you're communicating it effectively. Yes. And also one thing too, I feel like sometimes when we, people feel confident listening to this podcast episode, they get into it and then they feel discouraged when they don't immediately get bookings for what they want or... Or some people have the fear of, I'm going to be stuck doing this for the rest of my life. Guys, it is your business. You can change your mind at any given time. So our point is we would feel more confident (laughs) if you felt more confident and chose something today. Where is your heart right now? Choose that. Make sure everything aligns. Do the Venn diagram And go with something today and see where it takes you. And I promise you, the more that you will put out your niche and the more confident you feel, your business will grow. Like it's just, it just does. I can't really explain it other than the fact that you got to take the steps into declaring a niche and then watch what happens. And again, it may not happen overnight, but you've got to stick with it. You got to keep showing up for those people and keep putting yourself out there. And then you can go listen to a marketing episode to help you figure out how to start getting clients for that particular niche. But this is so important. And I know there's more of you listening to this right now that are not confident or do not have a declared niche. And that is your tactic for today is to figure out what your niche is and watch how it makes your business grow. All right, Robin, what else you got? (laughs) So the one thing I would say about that is for anyone who is scared to niche down because you're afraid you're not going to have an income or you're not going to be creating enough revenue. (laughs) There's so much talk out there, right, about building community, not competition or collaboration over competition. Collaborate. There are enough photographers that are going to have an expertise that you don't have or they're going to want to do something that maybe you're wanting to take off your plate. Collaborate with them and develop a referral program. Then you have revenue coming in that you're not even working for. You have, you know, people coming to you that maybe came to you in the past or someone referred to you. You can say, I don't do that anymore, but here's someone who does. And I can tell you that you will be in great hands. So then you have this collaboration and then they can refer back to you. So create those referral programs. That's what I did. And it was a win-win. Yes. Okay. I am so glad you brought that up because 
I do that in my own business. I don't take weddings anymore. And I've got two wedding photographers, both different styles, like on a list and I give them to people. And I actually teach this inside of my blueprint program, a response, how to say no. That's a whole nother conversation. But once you niche, it's all about setting up those boundaries and giving yourself permission to say no to the things that you have identified that is not in your realm of expertise. And you are, here's the beautiful thing. You're literally, guys, you are giving each other business. That is why I'm so passionate about this topic is because that is how you live out community over competition. It's not about who you're in competition with. It's about who can you collaborate with, just like Robin said, to give each other clientele. That's literally what it is about. And then when every photographer on planet Earth is living out their calling and living out their true niche, what a beautiful world it will be because then there is room for everyone. So thank you for bringing that up because I am so passionate about giving business to other people. Yeah, I agree. It's not about competing against each other. It's about lifting each other up and supporting each other. There's enough work to go around. I mean, that's been proven. (laughs) It's 110% proven in my area alone and my business alone. I promise you there's room for everybody. So, okay, Robin, you have given us so much gold today. I know that you have so much value to offer. So where can people get connected with you online and give us that podcast name one more time? The podcast is the second phase podcast and you can access that on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere where you're listening to this podcast today, in fact, and everything else you can find me on my website. It's therobingraham.com. If you go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources, you can access all kinds of, you know, downloads and tips. And then my Facebook group, which is where I spend most of the time is the female entrepreneur insider. And that's a great place. We do a lot of live trainings and just, I have live guests in and all kinds of different things. So I'm the Robin Graham on all the social media platforms. And again, you can access all of that from my website, therobingraham.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was such a good topic. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. 